Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Javen. I'm an international online health and fitness coach. And if you want to increase your confidence, improve your self-development and have a bulletproof mindset, this is the podcast for you. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe depending on whatever podcast app you are using. Today's episode is going to be amazing. I can't wait to get into it. Let's go. Yes, people, let's talk about why you should train like an athlete. It's quite an interesting topic, this one, because I get some people that say to me, I want to get abs, I want to get lean, I want to be stronger, I want to be more powerful, I want more energy, but they train like my grandmother. They do these little hit classes with these baby weights and they think that that's real training. To a degree, I guess it is kind of, it is training, kind of, but it's not training in a way that's going to get the transformation that you actually want. Because I'm going to tell you now, the top athletes out there are not doing hit classes every single day. They are training really, really hard. They're lifting some heavy weights. They are putting maximum output and they're getting the results from it. Now, do you need to be a high-level athlete to do that? Absolutely not. You do not need to be a high-level athlete to train like an athlete and get the benefits of training like an athlete. But anyway, let's actually get into this and explain some of my thought processes behind this. And I'm not saying that I'm 100% right, but this is my opinion and this is what I've experienced from years and years of playing elite level sports. So what are the major benefits of training like an athlete? Now, this is an easy, easy thing to answer and an easy thing to explain, but I will go through some of it in quite a lot of detail. So some of the best athletes in the world. Let's name some people. LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Neymar, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Canelo, if we're talking about boxing, Roger Federer, Djokovic. That's enough. That's enough. What do they all have in common? Apart from Tyson Fury, <laughs> they all have quite low body fat. They all have quite low body fat. They are all very, very strong. They are all dynamic. They are all quite lean. They all have relatively great health markers, I would believe. So what can we learn from this? What can we learn from this? Well, obviously each sport has different qualities that are needed, but there is one thing that is universal when it comes to athletes and that is strength because a stronger athlete is always going to be a better athlete, right? In my opinion. Obviously there is a degree in which too much weight training can not give you much return, but most of most top level athletes are very very strong people they have they have strong bodies that can withstand a lot of load or else they wouldn't be able to do what they do so there's some major benefits there they're lean a lot of us say that we want to be lean we want to have abs we want to have a toned stomach we want to have toned legs toned arms the best athletes in the world and sorry i i didn't even mention the female athletes my apologies serena williams carly lloyd alex morgan Simone Bowles, like they're all quite lean. They're all very defined women and they're athletes too. So if you think about it, what would make sense for you to try and become a more leaner, fitter, healthier individual? It would be to train in a more athletic manner. And that makes perfect sense, right? Well, I like to think so. So it is goal dependent. It's always goal dependent. If your goal is to build size and get really, really huge, then maybe you want to be like training like a different type of athlete. Maybe you want to be like a strongman or a powerlifter. But if your goal is to get leaner, you want to get fitter, you want to get stronger, then you need to recognize what type of athlete 
you want to train like. And most of us, most athletes actually have some similar qualities that we need to kind of improve across our training. And, but there are different types of athletes. So let's kind of also define that because you've got some athletes that maybe they're long distance runners. So I'm talking about your 10K runners, your 5Ks, that's a bit of a middle distance, your marathon runners, so on and so forth. So let's talk about like Mo Farah. He's not the typical athlete. He's not like most people. But what do you notice about those long distance runners? They're very, very thin, very, very low levels of body fat. But that's what happens when you run such long distances. Your body gets really, really thin. Your muscle atrophies. So it become, it, it basically catabolizes the muscle, the amount of cardio they do. That's why they're not very muscular. But if you look at the flip side, 100 meters, those guys are pretty big, pretty muscular, very powerful. But would it surprise you if I told you that the long distance runners still do a little bit of strength training? Maybe not a lot, but they do strength training. A lot of research out there suggests that doing strength training is amazing for you for long distance running because you've got to think about the amount that you're pounding your joints as you do those long runs on the pavement. So you have to work out what type of athlete sort of fits you and what you enjoy and how you want to look and how you want to feel. And that's kind of how, that's what's going to decide and gear your training. So there are some major components that we need to kind of work out when we design our training to train like an athlete. So if you are someone who wants to gain size, but you want to build strength, you need to recognize there's actually a difference between training for strength and training for size. And usually it's down to the volume, the amount of volume you're doing, the amount of reps, sets, and weight you're lifting. But for the most part, if you're purely basing your training on building muscle mass and trying to gain as much size as possible, then you're going to be training for hypertrophy. And that's typically going to be anywhere from three to five sets at about eight to 12 reps at around maybe 75, 80% of your one rep max. Now, if you can do that consistently, sessions including about six to seven exercises on particular muscles, I would just follow a bodybuilding split because bodybuilders, they do that. They train for hypertrophy. So it makes sense. They, it's a formula that works. That's why they do it. And that's why they're so successful at it. So there's no point trying to be all scientific and re-spin the wheel here. It's done. There's, there's a formula out there for you. However, if you're training just for strength purposes and you want to increase your strength, one thing that I have found is that there is still hypertrophy when you train purely for strength. So training for strength might look like three sets of three at 95 or 90% of your one rep max, you know, but you still get hypertrophy in that. Maybe not as much when you're purely training for hypertrophy, but there is still muscle gain in that process. So you need to work out those major components of your training. Another thing is endurance, right? Depending on what athlete you're becoming or trying to become, how long are you running for? What distances are you doing? Is it just running? Maybe you do CrossFit. So maybe you need to get better at your EMOMs, your AMRAPs. You need to get better at your, your conditioning and your pacing. How are you doing that? It's all dependent, but you need to recognize your endurance, your anaerobic endurance, your aerobic endurance, you know, different things like threshold runs. There's so many different layers to this that you need to work out what's right for you. And then obviously the most important aspect of any training is nutrition. It's the nutrition. Because if you're not eating right, you're never going to get in shape. You're never going to look like an athlete. You're never going to feel like an athlete because if you eat poorly, your performance levels are going to drop. If you sleep poorly, your performance levels are going to drop. 
So you've got to think about it. Do you think that the best athletes are up at 3am and then getting up at 6am with three hours sleep? Hell no. That doesn't happen because they can't do that. It's just not possible for them to get through the day with minimal sleep. So, okay, I recognize that you aren't, not, you are probably not an athlete anymore listening to this. You might have kids, you've got a family, you've got friends, you've got all these things going on. So you can't get to bed early. I'm not going to lie to you. People will say that to me. Unless you work a night shift, <laughs> that is nonsense. You can get to bed at least before midnight and take some time to look after your health and your sleep. Because the problem is when you go to bed late, you just create that vicious cycle where you're too tired to do things in the day. So your work becomes inefficient. You're too tired to go to the gym after work because you're so tired in the morning. Then all that lack of sleep is affecting your hunger hormones. So you eat like crap. And as you can see, it can become a vicious cycle. And then lastly, I want to kind of talk about something that I came across over Instagram the past month or so. And it was a coach who specialized in creating hybrid athletes. And I really liked this concept. And many of you guys out there who are listening to this probably are somewhere along that spectrum of being a hybrid athlete. And that is someone who you do a bit of everything. You know, you want to run, you want to lift heavy weights, you want to compete and maybe you want to do a little bit of CrossFit. You want to play some football. You want to play some basketball. You want to play some tennis. You want to play some golf. But you also want to look good. And these are the ultimate hybrid athletes. How do you do that? My program is probably the best thing for that because that's kind of how I cater my training. A lot of CrossFit style training alongside weight training and long distance cardio if you choose to do so. Being a hybrid athlete, I think suits most people best because it allows you to lift heavy weights, you eat right, you can fuel your body, and then you can also focus on that cardio and improving that muscular endurance and that cardiovascular endurance as well. It's important that you cover so many aspects as you try to become the ultimate hybrid athlete. And I was really impressed by this page and I wish I had saved that page because I'm going to go back to it and really try and reach out to that person. But most of us actually want to be hybrid athletes, man. And I think that that's the best thing to be. Unless you've got like a really, really specific niche goal of being a bodybuilder and gaining 20 pounds of muscle in a year or whatever, then to be honest, being a hybrid athlete, I think works best for most people because that keeps you lean, you look your best and you're actually athletic. And I'm not being funny, but some of the classes that I see people doing, that is not, that's not training you to be athletic. Some of the things I see people doing in the gym, it's not training you to be athletic because there's no jumping. There's no real jumping. There's no maximal strength training. There's no change of directions and no single leg work. All these things that you need to do to become a better athlete is not being done. And then one of the most scariest things you see is there's no training of power. There's no maximal power training. And if you want to become a powerful human being, you need to train your power. So... That is it for today, guys. Really short episode. Like I said, this podcast is going for a lot of changes. It's just going to be short, sharp episodes that are going to just get straight to the point and deliver lots of value. So if you are finding value in this, please click the link and join my Facebook group. It is a free Facebook group for people that want to get fitter, stronger. I go live in there once a week. I give out lots of freebies. Also click the link for a free fat loss guide, eight step guide to burn belly fat for good. Super easy, super easy to follow. All you got to do is implement it in your life. And guys, let's not pretend. 
even coaches need coaches. Even you need a coach. So if you do, don't hesitate to hit me up. I'd be more than happy to help you get through 2020, 2022 in the best shape possible. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. See you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. If you are someone who has been struggling to get in shape, you want to lose some body fat, you want to feel better about yourself and you want to build some lean muscle mass as well as transforming your confidence, don't hesitate to reach out to me on my social media and just ping me a message. I'll get back to you as soon as you can. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and tag me. Okay, tag me. I really appreciate all the support. Watch out for next week's episode. See you later.